In this next episode, we're going to talk about mistakes that we see flippers make commonly. We're going to highlight three. Um, number one, not counting all the costs. So there's hidden costs. There's things you don't think about that are costs. We're going to get into that. Then we jump into not getting inspections. I tell some crazy stories that happened um, by not getting home inspections, but also how valuable a home inspection can be for your contractors. So we've got some big tips on that. And then we jump into how important it is to make sure the square footage is right when you're buying a house. The square footage is so important and often it's wrong on Zillow or tax returns or not tax returns on tax uh, records. So you get what I'm saying. Jump in, take a listen, learn something new. I hope you enjoy it. So first of all, let me ask you guys, is flipping a good first step in the real estate? Show of hands, who thinks yes? Who thinks no? Say no. Everybody, I think, agrees. But the common, out on the street, out in the world, the common idea that people have about real estate investing is it's all flipping. Everything's about flipping, right? All the TV shows, everything. So, but I will caution you, flipping is not for beginners. You can joint venture with an experienced flipper like Nathan or myself as a newbie and flip a house. Do not try to flip a house when you have not done much real estate in your life or construction. You will lose a lot of money, almost guaranteed. So mistake number one, not accounting for all the cost, not considering all costs. That's number one. So what does that mean? That means if you borrow the money, you got to count your interest that you're going to pay to cost you. You got to count your real estate agent fee. You got to count your insurance costs, okay? What newbies do is they just look at how much am I buying for it? How much are the how much are the repairs? And the rest is my profit, and that's not accurate. So, not accounting for the all for all the costs, and a lot of times that is an indication that you're not ready to flip houses on your own yet. You still need to be working with somebody and partnering. So as far as like not counting upfront costs, Nathan, can you think of some other upfront costs? Yeah, you, you're looking at adding another several thousand dollars just for the title fees, just to have the privilege to buy the house. You've got the holding costs. You've got to factor that in. You know, you can't guarantee this thing's going to sell in 60 days, 30 days, 90 days. So you need to probably factor a six month ordeal on a start to finish yes. um, and hope that it sells before that. And that's a bonus back to you. Yes. Uh, too many people, like you said, go in and say, hey, like I can buy it for 50. I can spend 20 fixing it and sell it for 100. Well, at that point, you didn't factor in the closing costs you're going to pay for the seller in this market compared to a year and a half ago. You know, you didn't count for it taking six months to get there to get it sold. So in order to get that true uh, total cost, you got to have that margin and you need to have that margin set pretty high in this current market. Yeah, so. When he's talking about holding costs, he's talking about utility bills. 
He's talking about monthly insurance premiums. He's talking about payments that you might have to make to your lender if you have a hard money loan. Okay. So we always anticipate, we calculate up front six months of holding costs. Okay. And like I said before, all, all these other layers of costs, always your interest that you're paying on your money, that's cost. Can't count that. That's not profit. Right. So that's an example. I'm, I'm going to harp on this a, a good bit because what I see people doing a lot is they're not JVing. They're not building partnerships first. They're jumping in way too early, way too soon, trying to flip a property. So flipping too soon, that is another one. Not getting inspections. So, but what that means is some layers. So we always want to get a home inspection. We always want to get a termite inspection in Louisiana. We always want to get a sewer inspection. And if your property is not right smack dab in the middle of an established neighborhood, you want to know what the zoning is. Because some places that matters, that matters about, let's say somebody wants to buy your house and convert the uh, detached garage into a uh, apartment. Well, guess what? In some places you can't do that. You can't, you can do it, but then you can't rent it. It's not zoned to be able to rent a detached unit. Okay. Another thing is along these lines, you always check the rules of the HOA. If there's an HOA, but I'm going to tell you two quick little anecdotes about home inspections. I used to not get home inspections every time, but here's a trick to the home inspections. Hannah, this is something you're about to buy a property. You need to get a home inspection. Even if you're serious about buying it, it's worth the $400, guys. It's worth it. What we do is we get the home inspection and we look at it, and then we copy and paste all of that into work orders. And then we send out those work orders to our contractors and we get bids back. Right. Sometimes at that point, we have to go back to our seller and adjust our offer. But you don't know what you're getting into if you hadn't done a home inspection on your house. And the same thing with termite inspections. I said this on another Zoom. I bought a house not far down the street from me, right in Gonzales. Uh, we had a budget. We thought we were going to do probably make $25,000. We ended up making, I think, $2,700 maybe on a six-month project. Why? Because the entire front of the house, the whole front of the house that faced the street was completely eaten with termites. We had to rebuild the whole front wall. That meant brick, stucco, part of the roof, inside the house, all of it. We had to redo the whole freaking thing. So, guys, a termite inspection is so cheap. It's like 99 bucks to 120 bucks. It's worth it. It's worth it. Nathan, what about you? You ever ran into uh, issues where a home inspection saved your butt or a termite inspection? 
Yeah, no, no doubt. Especially for people just getting into it, you've got to have that done. At this point, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much my own inspector when it comes to a house itself. I know I'm, I'm doing a lot of demo work or electrical or need a roof. I can kind of get those main ticket items picked out that are going to be pricey. Uh, you know, termites in Louisiana is pretty much a guarantee. I got a house that's two years old. I just built had termites and I have termite, you know, uh, service, you know, so they fixed it and all, but termites are a real deal that you got to, you got to know what you're looking for. And if you don't know what you're looking for, get it, get it inspected. Cause you may have missed it. Just another thing to add to this bucket that I see more times missed, probably in the top three things missed on a flip is the square footage. People say their house is 2,100 square feet and you actually get an appraisal and it's 1,920 square feet, right? Well, you just lost almost 180 square feet, 200 square feet on your price point, which maybe, you know, at $100, $150 a square is a significant reduction on in value. And as a lender, I see it all the time thinking that, hey, I think I want to be at, say, 145 on the end value and it comes back at 120. And you're all upset that we lost 25 grand that you never had because we didn't have the right square footage from the jump street. So when you do look at a project, um, people tend to say their house is larger than it actually is. And uh, so pull the tape on it. Make sure if you don't know how to do that, you have somebody that can do that during the inspection process to know what you're buying. Um, what's on the MLS isn't always right. What's on Zillow is not always right. Make sure you get a good uh, foundation of what that square footage is on the house because whether you're keeping it to flip or to sell or to rent, uh, the end value is pretty much derived based on that square footage. Along those lines, I've had both those things happen to me where I bought a house and it was way smaller than we thought and where I bought a house and it ended up way bigger. So, but we, at this point, we don't buy anything without measuring it now. Zillow, the MLS, even the tax records, they're almost always wrong. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you for spending your time with us today, Nathan. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're ready to level up your real estate investing journey, go over to 90upchallenge.com. 90upchallenge.com where we offer online courses, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching. We hope to see you there.